Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Yo, it's showtime, here we go. Buckle up, mask up, Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Mr. McMahon in your stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count everywhere, George drops everywhere. Hit you with a finisher from out of nowhere. Eyes all white with the cold stare, you know I had to go there. Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. You ain't really ready for the boss, no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Shooting star, deadly off the porch, no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. The most electrifying, steady with the sauce Not a penny in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts Yeah, just a Kenny for your thoughts, what? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast Brandon, we're back They tried to kick us off the air But here we are, Brandon Kenny's back Look at this, Hunter's there, Fernando's there Wait, 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 Kenny's back, so you're not back (laughs) Oh, I mean, you know what I think what, what really happened was I, I released uh, on April April 15th or so I released Brandon from his Kenny for your thoughts podcast contract right <laughs> so it is now 90 days later and unfortunately he had a Samoa Joe clause in his contract <laughs> that allowed me allowed him to re-sign without my knowledge for lesser money <laughs> so br- we brought awesome. Brandon back unfortunately yeah, <laughs> I do. I do appreciate the uh, the money that I got for the paycheck. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Thank you to Hunter in the chat for sending uh, <laughs> sending five dollars. <laughs> I just saw what he did. He sent five dollars <laughs> to Brandon. It says Brandon's paycheck for the episode. And then if you scroll down a little bit, he sent me five dollars and one cent my paycheck just because I am better than you, Brandon. That's what he's trying that's, to tell you. You know what? Uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. You know, I know what I'm worth. Brandon, let me give you my two cents. Huh? Mm. Hey. Better than me. All right. All right. That, that, that was a little bit of a math equation there. I saw you get stumped. What is up with your shirt, by the way? I am with oh, Pargian- Parma, Parmigiano. What is that? Yeah, it's like, it's part of like some province like where they make uh, the cheese. Like the, like Who the got you the shirt cheese. and why? I don't, I think they were like giving them away a while ago at like work or something. And so they had one. This was actually undersized, but I was just like, you know what? Bump it. I need a new shirt. Just stick it. I decided to wear it. Brandon, but you, I got work, so it's like, yeah. As opposed to wearing like look, look look, I got a Eddie Guerrero I'm your poppy shirt. Oh, look at that. So I, I've been wanting that shirt since I was like sixteen. Mm-hmm. And uh never got it. And I don't know, just bought it one day randomly in WWShop.com. I said I deserve yeah. it. Plus, I am your Cheat poppy. Cheat merch, that's right. Ole, ole, Brandonito, I'm your poppy. No? Yeah, I suppose so, man. Kenny's got many kids out there, man. We, we don't know about it, but. I don't know about this, it. Uh, this guy's all over town. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure, uh, Brandon. Yeah, we don't. I like this comment, hashtag I am with cheese. Hashtag the cheese man. Brandon, you're the, the cheese man. man. Right. I like it. We we did know a cheese girl, but that's a different story for a different day. Oh man. Different... <laughs> How is she? I saw I actually saw her. I know, movie. yeah. I wonder Oh you did? Oh nice. How's she doing? Uh she 
I can't say because I was just about to tell you where she works. <laughs> <laughs> can't say that on air. There's people to stalk her, brother. Oh man! All right, but let's talk, man. Um, yeah. We got a lot to catch up on. So everybody in the chat, you're going to have to help me out because I don't know what the hell happened in the last two months of wrestling because there's so much that I don't know where to even begin. There's a lot of craziness, man. Yeah, a bunch of people were released. Some people oh, were brought God. back. Yeah, there people released, brought back. Uh, brought Strowman's gone, which surprised me. Alistair that Black. Will say, yeah. Alistair Black got released after coming back. The timing of that was weird. It was like yeah. he got released two weeks after coming back or re-debuting in WWE. How does that happen? <laughs> Why they did that? <laughs> like, maybe they were maybe they were teasing over something. I don't know. The thing is, you know, I'm like a huge W. Like I defend WWE, but like some of yeah. the stuff they've done in the last two months, I can't defend. Like that, I can't defend because it's just like okay, I can get releasing him, but if you were right. gonna release him, why'd you spend all this time? doing the promos with the Dark Father stuff. Yeah. And then, then you just release him. Uh, Braun Strowman's being built as a main eventer, then you get rid of him. Yeah, that one was the most that sort one, of surprising to me. That one was weird. I was like, whoa. That one but I, I don't know understand yeah. contract-wise, though. Because it's like, okay. he probably He's making too money much money. Contract. <laughs> yeah, so they were just like, we gotta get rid of Braun. He's like, but I'm not finished with this company yet. <laughs> But he was a big deal, right? He was the guy that deserved the money, at least I thought. I think so too. You know, and but it was yeah. Good. No, I was gonna say it was weird that you know Alistair's gone, but they didn't bring his wife back. Right. That's even again. It's like none <laughs> it's of it another makes weird sense. Thing, like, none hell? of it makes sense. It's like it's like they fired Zelina Vega, they fired Alistair Black later, and then they brought Zelina Vega back, and then like Killian Dane, I heard was like literally running the ropes and training <laughs> when they were like calling him like hey you're fired like can you imagine yeah, they like told him to go is? to training yeah they told him to show up to training like brandon imagine you're on air <laughs> right now and then you just get a call like you're like like the job that you're supposed to go to in a couple hours you're like oh oh okay like you're fired no uh, no it can happen. Yeah. yeah, I I just don't know. Yeah, what's got to be going through your head like at that point too? Because I just getting get warmed up, ready to go. It's like, no, you're gone. Yeah, exactly, man. And um, yeah, Ruby Riot was was surprising. Okay, let me let me say. Hold on. And I'm gonna admit yeah. this. This will sound bad, but it's true. I think I don't want to say overrated is not the correct word. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay, I I'm still in motion. Bro, I stopped moving. Uh oh, Vince. Vince doesn't want me to talk about this. Vince is censoring. Nick Khan has come to the podcast and he's fi f trying to fire me from my own podcast. There we go. Okay. I thought I was let go for a second here. I thought Brandon yeah. fired me on air. I didn't even. Re I didn't even know. If you're in audio land right now, you're confused. I I became a still image for a second. I became a picture of Sting. Yeah, it's not a video Sting. It's a picture of Sting. JBL. God. I gotta stop doing inside jokes that no one understands on this on this show. Go <laughs> Google that clip. Um, yeah, and Diego says, "Imagine you're in the performance center in a ring, and someone just yells, hey, you get out of the ring! You're fired!'" Like, yeah, that's got to be disheartening, man. <laughs> but okay, the what I was gonna say, and I I want to preface this with I love Ruby Riot to death, and I think Ruby Riot is one of the most talented people that was let go. So this is not my personal opinion. Well, was it really surprising that they let, they got rid of Ruby Riot? In terms of WWE, because were they utilizing her? No. 
So people yeah. can we can you just eat pinfalls, <laughs> right? We can babyface it and be like, "Oh man, she's talented," and she is. She's absolutely talented. But it's like in the WWE scheme of things, they obviously didn't see any any worth in her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they threw the Riot Squad back together for no reason, um, and then like as soon as they got rid of Ruby Riot, they're starting to push Liv Morgan. So it's like that yeah. tells you what they felt about Ruby Riot bluntly. And I think she's one of I think she's the biggest loss because they could have done something with her. But yeah. We're we're again speaking yeah. from the perspective of the uh you know, WWE management yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's rough and surprising to see some people go, but some of them I can be like, uh, okay, maybe they're replaceable or they got guys that can sort of do what they do. Uh people like uh, Andrade, uh even I think um, <laughs> and Alistair Black, for that matter. Sorry, sorry but I'm, I'm flicking off Chris Hamrick, who's in, uh, on the Instagram right now, and yeah. uh, he's telling me to shut the hell up. It's a wrestling podcast, <laughs> man. You don't see me telling you to stop working in the middle of a match, brother. Yeah, brother, brother. But but I think actually both those guys are sort of better fits over in AEW for kind of what they do over there than they are WWE guys. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no. So I, I think it's it. all going to end up working out that way. And this, that's, you know, maybe I'm a glass half full kind of guy, but, you know, the way I see it is, like, I think everything happened for a reason, and it's like, you know, obviously we have Malachi Black, you know, the former Aleister Black debuting AEW, and it's like, in the past two weeks, he seemed more important than he ever did in WWE. Mm. And that's a compliment to his talent and a compliment to AEW's booking because it was just like, Oh, he's like, he's somebody. And it seems like he's going to talk more. He's going to talk like more. It'd be like more of a character. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, he just came in as a big deal and he took out Cody Rhodes and, and nobody's going to give him credit because uh, Cody Ra- uh, Cody Rhodes is underrated and overhated. Right. But um, <laughs> I should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> so, put the, so, give the profits to Cody Rhodes himself. Um, but he does. He's not going to get enough credit for the fact that he's putting over Malachi Black like crazy, with how passionate he is. Like, if you wanted to, do, yeah. you know, come at me, just cover my face right now. And he's like, "Funny you say that," and then just shows up in the ring. You know, it's like he's got. I like that he's got a supernatural element, but it's like not like so the, the smoke, cheesy. <laughs> the smoke machine thing going. Yeah, but it's like it's kind no, of it's just kind an of cool. extension off yeah. of his WWE character. It's like I like that he didn't do too much of a departure as much as he did in Evolution. You know what I mean? And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> thank, That's thank right. You. Thank you, Supreme. Of Slam Hope Wrestling. He says, the Kenny for your thoughts brand needs an alternative. We want a Brandon for your thoughts. Where he talks about wrestling and politics. <laughs> Jeff Samuel says, let's go. They back. Where are we going? Where are we going right now? I do let's that on social media, by the way. I like, I, I'm bad, but I'm like pretty much a troll. Like... <laughs> Do I like oh, Ethan yeah. Page? I don't need to like Ethan Page because he's all ego. Me mm. liking Ethan Page doesn't affect him. He's still going to be confident. But no, in all seriousness, I love Ethan Page. Ethan Page has like an it it quality to him. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't mean yeah. this as a diss, but like he's generic it factor. Does that make sense? Like he doesn't mm. need to. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but he doesn't need to do much and you still pay attention to him. Like that's a quality get, a lot yeah. of people don't have like sometimes it's got to be like a car crash and then it's like okay you pay attention with ethan page it's kind of like a he steps in a room and you're like okay i see a star 
So you, I got to got see, it. yeah, that one little thing that at the tail end of his, I guess, stay in TNA when he was like First playing all, like the multiple characters. Impact wrestling, yeah, and he was like playing like the multiple personality or like characters. He's like having conversations with that. Like I thought that's kind of kind of neat. I was like, all right, this guy's kind of cool. Yeah. And then he ended up over at uh, and I don't know, I didn't know it was gonna happen. I was like, oh okay. Speaking of speaking of uh, seeing Ethan Page live, um, we went to Double or Nothing. Can we talk about? Oh that? yeah. I guess let's let the show be about what we've done in the past two months too. It's like, right? It, it, how blessed, you know, I just want to be like grateful. It's not a brag as much as it's like how blessed we are that we went to WrestleMania this year and we went to double yeah. or nothing. And the one other yeah. And they were both in Florida. Like they weren't like yeah, we very like, no. far. And from Yeah, because we might not have gotten uh double or nothing had we wouldn't have gotten they had all the restrictions. Oh, we yeah, wouldn't have got either. On, yeah. If this were yeah. if the pandemic didn't happen, double or nothing would have been Vegas. And then um WrestleMania would have been in Los Angeles. LA. Wow. So I mean, we lucked out. <laughs> How different would the card have been? Do you think if it had been in LA instead of here? I think The Rock would have been facing Roman. I think that's probably where they were headed. You know what I mean? I I, I don't doubt it. I think The Rock would have probably gone into the Hall of Fame in LA. You know, Hollywood, that sort of thing. Um. So I think yeah, I think a lot changed. Um. I don't. Th- we wouldn't have got two nights. I'll tell you that much. But the two-night right. WrestleMania uh, was amazing. Uh, I mean, we've talked about that before, though. Let's not get into that. Let's get into Double or Nothing. Uh, double or Nothing, to see a full crowd uh, was breathtaking. It's like one of those things where it's like you don't, you, know, you take it for granted until you're there again after a right. year and, and some months. And uh, I made a couple friends uh, there. Brandon slept through most of it, you know. <laughs> I think it was a good call at the end of the event, just from the live perspective, um, that they ended up in the ring. Like, yeah. like I heard that I think it was like Sammy Guevara and I think Jericho that made that call. Great call. Because you have the main event and it just ends out there. I think we would have been like, oh, that was cool, but, you know, it sucks. Like, we just sat through a video the whole time. The fact that they, like, ventured into uh, Daly's place, great call. Great call. Very, yeah. A lot of good fan participation happened after that. And then, of course, they cut a promo afterwards. Um, wait, yeah, Brandon? I, I, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I haven't, I didn't get the chance to rewatch sort of that show uh, because we were there, but it felt, like, it felt like the energy was good. And I'm wondering how it sort of stacked up to the show that they just had in Texas that we watched the other night. Um, but it just seems good because it's like it was like yeah. new, like it came back, and so everything everybody was like excited about everything, and you know, very appreciative of the talent and what was going on. Exactly, I, I'm so happy to see fans back. Uh, I'm so happy to see them back in AEW, especially. Um, but you know, today's Thursday. Tomorrow um, will be the first SmackDown with fans in in Houston, Texas, and I, I have chills just thinking about that. And you know, and that's the thing. You know, I'm I post statuses. Uh, you know, like I post a status like I can't wait to see the WWE universe back, you know, and I already can hear people going, oh, well, AEW's had crowds. You're not happy about that. And so it's like it's so funny that like I can like I don't know, I separate my fandom. And then mm-hmm. like, you know, when I separate them, like people will go, oh, you're a WWE mark or you're an, you're an AEW mark. And it's like, no, I just freaking like wrestling, man. I just like the atmosphere. I went to WrestleMania and double or nothing, you know, like like I'm a wrestling fan. and. 
it's just I'm just really happy to see the performers back doing what they're supposed to be doing. I'm happy to see the fans reacting the way they're supposed to. Every time they cut to uh, fans in the audience, like having a reaction, it, like I get chills because I'm just like, wow, they can cut to reactions now, you know. <laughs> and, and and some I know somebody's gonna be out there going, oh, they they were cutting the reactions at Daily's place. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same when you cut to the and it's like one person. And there's like space all the way behind them, and they're just like, yeah, you know, it's not the same. It's not the same. You know, it like a personal sex versus an orgy. You know, <laughs> you can see now. You know what Kitty's been doing at his uh, time off. What are you going to be doing this weekend, Brandon? <laughs> Tell them. Oh man, uh, so we, we got a mutual friend. He's uh, tying the knot soon, but he's having his uh, bachelor party in Vegas. And you know what's bad? Kind of random. Yeah. You know what's bad? You know, I was told by the group that Brandon said that he would not come unless <laughs> I was not invited to the bachelor party, and that made me feel like some type of way because you know, like I I'm not going to <laughs> Vegas because Brandon basically Brandon basically said, yeah, make sure he doesn't show up or else uh or else I ain't coming uh you know, and they chose him over yeah. me. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I don't. I actually don't know who, who spearheaded the whole thing, but it was crazy because they had to plan it all out and put the nonsense together. But the good thing was, is uh, I got a chance to bust out the old manscaper. So, uh, by the way, everybody, use promo code. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Yes, there you go. AKFYT. Get twenty percent off. I'm in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to clean up quick before I hit the road. Oh, Normal man, clippers mess me up. Nixon cuts were just too much. Now I'm bleeding everywhere. They're itching on me too. Every sleepless night. Got too much hair down there. I need to mow it down. Gotta stay clean to bear, but there's a better way. And now I can shave these things. This much I know is true. Use Manscaped to shave your pubes, and you'll be silky smooth. Brandon just got yeah. to get his shit in. Brandon just had to yeah. get his shit in. Brandon's like, Brandon's like. I want y'all to play, want to see me sing for about a minute and a half. All right. But Brandon's going <laughs> to Vegas. So, so, so the truth of the matter the is, owner. the truth of the Could matter the is, I was away from like our group chat for about two months. Like I was like missing an action for two months, like from the podcast, from uh, our friends. And uh, I essentially was uh, out of town in New York. I was, you know, it was my mom's 60th birthday. I had a lot of closings. Uh, so I was away. And I'm pretty sure in that time is when everything got planned for Vegas. So I'm the heel of the group, and I apparently was like, "Yeah, I've he apparently was too avoided cool it. for everyone." Yeah, yeah. that sucks because I'm like, I told I told one of our friends, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> don't be surprised if I just like fly myself into Vegas." <laughs> I mean, he just shows up. You gotta be the uh, the stripper that pops out of the cake. Right. <laughs> 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 watermelon sugar <sighs> I don't know why that's a song I sang yeah. that's okay but yeah. imagine if I pop out a cake you'd be asking for refunds wow not if you manscape it 
Not if still cleaned you want to play it again. Nice. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, people use promo code. I mean, I used it. It works. It's pretty good. I liked it. I nicked, I nicked my boys using it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, Brandon, uh, so yeah. Mickey Cross is now a superhero. Well, almost a superhero. Almost a superhero, but her name yeah. is Nikki Ash now. So do you think that that means the arrival of Karrion Cross is imminent? Because why else would they change her name? My opinion. Uh, I hope he comes. I think he needs... He's done like he's won the main chip on on NXT, right? Already, well, he also choked out Samoa Joe. Yeah, on the last NXT, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he's choked out Samoa Joe. He's done it all. Hashtag I mean, there's not provoked. much else. Yeah, there's not much else he can do. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be ready for him to come to the main roster. I think his character fits the main roster, you know, more he's so. Not even a little hesitant for him to come to the main roster, though. Even uh, no, I. I <sighs> No, I think the main roster can use some little spice up here and there. I think Raw, I think, here's the thing. A lot of people are like, well, I don't want him to go to Raw because, you know, Raw sucked and stuff. And it's like, okay. No, Raw needs help. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's all perspective, yeah. right? You can say like, oh, don't go to Raw because Raw sucks. Well, how are you going to make Raw better if you don't bring people that are awesome to Monday Night Raw? Yeah. So how are you, you know, if you get Karrion Cross on, on Raw, I feel like, you know, he's going to be like a Finn Balor. It's like, you have to put him into the main event. Like right away, it's like, and not WWE main event because he was on that uh, just the other <laughs> week. But uh, that show is ironic, isn't it? WWE main event, like shown in like two hundred markets. Um, but anyway, yeah, no. And Hunter says I think he should drop the title first. I would make a case for him not dropping the title because it's like you want to keep him strong, you know. Um, oh, so he just like gives it up, like relinquishes it or something yeah like maybe he gets drafted or something and then he's forced to relinquish it you know i i don't think everyone should lose on the way out um but you know hey i could be wrong you know they have him drop it in like you know a shady fashion but it's like you got to do it to where you keep him strong you know you don't want he's not a character that should lose clean my opinion you know um and, Wait, uh, what's going on with with uh, with Bordeaux? Like, is she still? Are they still like a package deal? I don't know. I've heard rumors that they want to separate them. And again, me, maybe it's uh, me being the glass half full kind of guy. Karrion Cross's character in Impact Wrestling, um, to me, was great without Scarlet Bordeaux, and Scar- Scarlet Bordeaux did good by herself. And if they are going to give them both equal parts of the pie and push them. I'm totally okay with them splitting up um, because they're both talented. If they're going to make Scarlet do nothing or Karen Cross do nothing for that matter, why break them up? Then it'd be like, okay, it'd be like the Iconics. It's like they split them up only for Peyton Royce to do nothing. Billy Kay was in every segment and they just fired both of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> People saying Parker Bordeaux. Don't get me started on Parker Bordeaux. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. I like what Hunter said about uh, Triple Threat. To get him yeah, to Triple Threat, where he doesn't get yeah. pinned uh, for him to lose the title is good. And Jeff Samuel, I want to comment on something you said earlier, which was that, you know, oh, Kenny, I know you don't like Impact uh, Impact Wrestling, but Slamiversity is on Saturday. I love Impact Wrestling. The problem is I just, I have to cut wrestling shows somewhere because I don't have time to watch all of them because I'm always so busy. 
So impact usually is the one that gets cut, but like I'm aware slam versus on Saturday. I'm aware. I'm excited to see who is challenging Deanna Perrazzo. Um, for the title. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause she's got a mystery opponent. Um, you have the 60, uh, the 90 days, uh, Contracts are up. You know, the pe- original people that get released, the Iconics, the uh, Kalistos, a uh, couple other names. Chelsea Green and um, Mickey James are already kind of doing stuff before the 90 days, so that's why I'm not including them. But, you know, hey, there's a lot of names that could show up at Slammiversary to challenge Deanna Perrazzo. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. So is Bay. Still and forever. And always. I, I think Billy Kay was Bay after a while. And then they fired her. So the, the ongoing joke is that whoever whoever is Bay will get fired. So I can't I can't say uh, anybody is Bay. Eva Marie is Bay. Dewdrop. Wow! Is no, how dare you? How dare Let's, you? Can we talk about Eva Marie and Dewdrop? Because the, oh, yeah. the internet was in an uproar when WWE registered the name Dewdrop for Piper Niven. And mm. if anybody doesn't know, to catch them up on the storyline, Eva Marie. And, and yes, Hunter saying Chelsea Green's with ROH. That's what I'm saying about doing stuff before the 90 days. That's what I meant. So Chelsea Green's with ROH. Mickey James is with NWA. I know this brother, brother. Don't think that I'm not following my stuff. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the hell was I saying? <laughs> uh, you talk about you drop. So Marie, the name, the name the got registered. Uh, even Marie comes out and out comes Piper Niven. Um, and... You know, she's her enforcer and that sort of thing. So the reports go all week. Oh, my God. Her name's going to be Dewdrop. They're burying her. How do you change her name for Piper Niven? This is stupid. This is that. And then the very next week, in my opinion, and this is because I'm not so freaking jaded. In my opinion, WWE did it the best way they possibly could have. So Eve Marie is backstage and they look at Piper Niven. And they're like, okay, Eve Marie, blah, blah, blah. What's your name? And she starts going, she's about to say it. And Eve Marie goes, hold on, her name? And Piper Niven's literally going, Piper. Piper pointing at herself. And Eve Marie goes, her name is Dewdrop. And like, does, does it all cutesy? And Piper Niven's face is literally like, what in the actual hell? So it was very meta, which is like, she didn't like the name. She didn't like the name either. So it becomes like, okay, she is Piper Niven. There's layers to this. It's like she is Piper Niven, but she is Eva Marie's dewdrop. You see what I'm saying? And so fans were like, oh, this is dumb. And I was like, that's amazing. That is an amazing thing that they did because it's hilarious. It's hilarious because Piper Niven is all of us going, what in the hell are they doing with me right now? And Eve Marie might be the best heel in the business right now. And I'm going to get heat for that one. <laughs> because Eva Marie is actually hated. And that's why she's a good heel. Because she goes on Twitter and says, as a future Hall of Famer, I know this, this, that. And it's like people in the comments are, ta- are just taking the bait. They literally are like, you're not anything. Good. I'm glad you're having that reaction because Eva Marie is working you all. And to me, it's like, wow, like I'm amazed at how much she's learned since going away. It's like, I think before it was like, she was kind of in this weird spot of like, I'm hated and I don't know why. And now she's in a spot where it's like, I'm hated. Let me run with it. Since they don't like me, let me just amp that up a little bit. Embraces the hate. Yeah. 
And so she's not going to get enough credit because her in-ring works improved to the point where like, you know, she doesn't need to do much. She just needs to grab right. a microphone. And Dewdrop does everything else, you know, and she's looking great in the storyline. And I, I foresee good things. Here's the thing. <laughs> People can say, even in the chat right now, they're like, what the fuck? Kind of, you know, with their reaction. We're talking about Eve Marie and she's important, right? So she's doing her job correctly. Eva! Evolution, all right? This is what it's about. I mean, I was hyped about it when they said she yeah, was Yeah, but you're back. different. You, you would have liked, if Eva Marie came and shit the bed, you would have still liked Eva Marie. See, there's the difference, right? So your opinion doesn't matter. Like, Eva Marie could have come out, just dropped a deuce in the middle of the ring, walked out, and been released, and never shown back up at WWE, and Brad would have been like, man, you know, one of the most important moments in the wrestling business. In wrestling business, Marie history, came yeah. back and dropped a deuce. That's right. So that is you are not a good man. TV. Right. And so Randy <laughs> Sam says it best. She's a valet and I'm not mad about that. Exactly. She's like she's kind of like an MVP where it's like she can get physical. You know, I, I think WWE is not getting credit for that, too. It's like they have a lot of people in these like managerial roles now. Yeah. But like active managers where yeah. they're not like, you know, you know, the Bobby Heenan's. Well, no, Bobby Heenan was kind of an active manager at first. But, you know, they're not people who, who just stand around. They're people who are like, okay, we need a tag match tonight, but do drop an Eve Marie. You know? Yeah, I hope they get back to that with uh, Vega, with Alexa Vega, too, because I think she's, she's, like, perfect like that, too. People are saying uh, like Brandon should get an Eve Marie tattoo. <laughs> Eve Marie you know does what? her job better than Brandon. I, I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do agree. But like I feel like I'm too dark for like a tattoo. <laughs> like it wouldn't, it wouldn't look, it would like Brandon, pop. Just get, just get a tattoo. Just get the glow in the dark ones. That way, it's like yeah. so when you, when you put the light on it. <laughs> the black like light see, on. It says, yeah, that's what I'll do. yeah, that'll be a good one. You know, you know how you know I'm a dad because like, every time I hear the name Eva, I just think of uh, Wally. Eva. Anyway, yeah, this guy's been watching kids movies, kids movies and yes. being a father. So can we talk about uh, can we talk about Kenise Mobley? Kenise Mobley, yeah. the former WWE writer, that happened in the last two months too. Um, it, a lot of people were giving her shit because she basically said she didn't know. Uh, oh my god, someone in the chat, if you remember how she said it, she completely. I think it was Bobby Ashley. Bobby Ashley. <laughs> yeah, she said Bobby Ashley. Uh, and she she basically said she didn't need to know anything about WWE to be hired as a writer. And I want to know your thoughts. Right. Uh, you know, give Kenny your thoughts here. Yeah. Um, now, I think part of it was, you know, she's a comedian, so she's probably just, you know, being silly, you know what I mean? So it probably wasn't as bad as, she, you know, she, she was saying, it, you know, she's doing her uh, comedian thing. But, I mean, I guess, I guess WWE doesn't want any of that getting out, like how they do things with the writers, you know, so she's putting thing. that out on podcast. Yeah. It's like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing, man? That, hey, you gotta go for that. That's my thing is like, as much as people were like, well, you shouldn't hate on her. You shouldn't be sending, harassing her. Absolutely. Don't cross that line of harassing her. Now she got released by WWE, right? Like what a month into her career. If a month in your career, you're going in and started and talking about the fact that, Oh, uh, yeah, WWE hired me without any previous wrestling knowledge. Why the fuck are you going on podcasts and saying that? <laughs> are, are you stupid? You know what I mean? Like, 
Like, I don't care what company it is. It's like, yeah. if it was AEW, they'd have fired you for that shit. You know what I mean? And that's why that's what I don't understand. Because people always make it seem like, oh, the big bad WWE. And it's like, any company would have fired you for that. Because that was some stupid yeah, yeah. shit you did. You went and said disparaging remarks about the company that you work for. Dumb. Right? Now, on the yeah. WWE end of things... For all intents and purposes, you did hire a writer <laughs> that has no previous wrestling that knowledge. But hey, you know, maybe they were trying to get perspectives. I'm going to call a spade a spade. I'm not trying to babyface WWE because my actual thoughts are, why the fuck do you hire somebody who doesn't know anything about wrestling? What? Are you stupid? <laughs> you know, so that's my take on it. But, you know, again, trying to see the silver lining, it's like maybe... They were trying to get perspectives of people outside of the wrestling business so that they can cater it to, to her and be like, okay, well, if you like this storyline, maybe we can pull in somebody who's not a previous wrestling fan and, yeah. you know, you can write to, to, to that demographic per se. Maybe that's it. I'd like to think in a perfect world. Do I have faith that that was it? Hell no. I think it was that. I think it was that. Exactly. Like, you want that sort of different perspective, you know, to, to come in there. Maybe a non wrestling person, but, you know, that can still help with, you know, writing stuff, you know, different kind of storylines that you're trying to bring up. Uh, but yeah, I guess, you know, you know, when that person coming out and saying that stuff, I don't know. Look, I, I got to read this comment. Uh, Dr. Eric C. Scorpio says, but I wonder why did she even accept the job in the first place if she didn't know anything about wrestling? And I think I, I, I could find an answer. Brandon, why did you accept the job as a co-host of a wrestling <laughs> yeah, podcast just, when you know nothing <laughs> about professional wrestling? I have no idea what's going on here. Probably 80% of the time. Right. But I was like, you know what? There could be some money <laughs> somewhere. There it some is. Point. It's the money. Who knows? It's the money. And it's my fault, ultimately, for hiring a co-host who doesn't yeah. know about professional wrestling, but I thought he might appeal to the casuals. But I, like, yeah, I've been only. honest. Yeah, I just I, I let him know right up front I'm, I'm a casual fan. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Brandon only comes so, over to my house for beer at this point. Brandon comes, and he drinks my beer, and that's about it. <laughs> Accidentally fell asleep while I was holding one of his Brandon, we're watching Monday Night Raw. I apologize. And Brandon, you heard him admit that he fell asleep. That was the first time he admitted that. That was the tried, first time. Tried, that was the first he tried time. to baby face. And first like, and I didn't fall time. asleep. I didn't fall asleep. What are you talking about, right? He tried to corpse it. But this man fell asleep with a beer in his hand, and he tilts it over onto my couch. Now, the funny part is he had just paid me $100 for the SmackDown tickets because we're going, like, the first week of August to the SmackDown in Tampa. Brandon owes me another $100 because he, I have to reupholster my couch now. Yeah, what? Yeah, how did you use that 100 So then you'll yeah, owe me for the SmackDown couch. tickets. What? No, I figured that's, that's a wash, right? No, 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 no. It's not a wash because if I could wash the couch, I wouldn't have to reupholster it. So Brandon, that was embarrassing. Brandon, not yeah, only, not, let the record show. Not only did I give you my good craft beer, my expensive craft beer, yeah, but then you proceeded to spill it all over my couch. <laughs> what goes <laughs> through your right. head? That's right. not action. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon doesn't know anything about wrestling. He just knows total nonstop action. Okay, all right. 
That's what? right. Really? Really? You know TNA? Wait, hold Brandon? on. We don't need to. You, you want to test some TNA what is this? knowledge is this, back and forth here? Is this Jeopardy? Should we do that? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Should we do another live stream one day? Should we, I don't Should think. we do like a... I want you all to go... We'll do it. Hashtag AKFYTNA. There it is. There's the hashtag. AKFYTNA. And ask us TNA-based questions. We'll do a live stream where we have to answer all of them. And we'll get somebody to moderate. One of you in the chat, maybe you can moderate this. And uh, we'll see who knows more about Impact Wrestling TNA. Because Brandon never watched TNA, but he claims that he's a TNA fan. What do you, what? Look, wrestling fandom is more than memorizing random factoids, you know? It's about passion and the beer and right. the knockout section which you is, know which all of which you don't have Even Marie, to pay there was this a is what it's so, about. So, uh, let's understand okay first of all supreet asked by the way is the couch okay kenny no the couch's feelings are hurt i mean you imagine you're you, you're hosting this man's butt cheeks right you're holding him ever so gently and he spills beer on you how would you feel so, if you were that couch all right so um going back to tna Brandon, uh, we used to go to TNA in Orlando, and they had what's called a knockout section, which was like a VIP section, and all it was was like you'd pay like $300 for like Velvet Sky to bring you like a bucket of wings. I'm about it. And that's it. That's awesome. No. That's what wrestling- I, I heard the food was terrible about. and stuff. We had better experiences not paying for the knockout section. Remember when Velvet Sky hit me in the head with a water bottle? With a, or with a cork, a cork off a wine bottle, I should say. You remember? Yeah. It that happened. Excellent, yeah. You remember when me and Sean Waltman wore the same shirt for an episode of Impact? That happened. Oh, wow. That happened, Brandon. All right? But you want to That's pay for the I'm knockout saying. section for your cold wings and for uh, fucking uh, Madison Rain to come out and hand you a beer? Yeah, we that's what I'm Madison. saying. That's what we that's what wrestling is about. To sign some stuff anyway, and for some reason, Brandon, show them the face that you made when you took a picture of Madison Rain. Show them the okay. face. Yeah, all bug eyed with his hands uh, out for good. no reason. It was a good one. No reason. Okay, <laughs> I gotta okay, find that says, picture. Hunter says, "I don't know, man. Velvet is objectively attractive." Here's the thing. Yeah, Velvet see, there you go. But Look I'm not that. getting paying three hundred dollars for cold food handed to me by Velvet Sky. Uh, if it had a picture, something, we go backstage, like, you could see things, sure. But anyway, Supreet says wrestling should come back to Orlando Studios. That's Universal Studios to you. How dare you? Brandon, but speaking <laughs> of... <laughs> yes. Um, let's get into some sad news. So, Bailey uh, injured herself in a practice, and she is now out for nine months. I oh. hear about this. Yeah, so I guess she just freaked, blew her knee up. Well, I guess they were doing, doing a some training before they went yeah. on the road. And all of a sudden, you know, her knee went out during a drill. Ugh. And uh, that's about it. Now, of course, the instant reaction from a lot of people was, why they got someone like Bailey doing drills and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, hold on a second. She's an athlete. Like... WWE has you doing drills. Basketball players do drills every freaking day. You hear people go, Derrick Rose has injured his knee. That happens every year. But we talk about practice, though. I mean, not the actual, like, 
show that she goes out there, blood, sweat, and tears, and dies for. It's talking about like practice, bro. I mean, was it even worth it? Who's a basketball fan and understands what he's doing right now? All right, Alan Iverson. Talking about practice, kid. Talk about practice, man. Why are we talking about practice? Practice, practice. Oh, was they practice? Um, that shit on the show. They got a replacement. <laughs> hey, this shit happens though. You know what I mean? You know, one can argue that hey, if she wasn't, you know, doing those drills, maybe the fuck she would have injured her leg this coming Friday on SmackDown. What? Wait, wait. Yes, someone in the chat brings up a very interesting point. Brandon's probably one of those people that thinks she's secretly pregnant because she's out nine months. Oh my god. Brilliant. It makes sense now. It all makes sense. I mean, what is it with, with everybody trying to get pregnant? I mean, Rousey, uh, uh, Rhonda, or not Rhonda, <laughs> sorry. I don't, uh, I don't endorse Becky, this point Becky of view Lynch, at all. Uh-huh. Becky Lynch, the Bellas. Let me explain to you. Brandon. Right before big you, things start going down, everybody all, wants the baby, and then they can't work <laughs> when they can, when I think they can. What's wrong with them having, you know what? At least we it's exist in a world of professional wrestling where women can have children now, because before it was like you had to choose between your career or having children. You know, there's the, the leaders and the Chinas of the world who, you know, have said, you know, maybe one day we'll have kids, but not right now while, you know, they're doing the business, you know, in the business. Like we live in a world now where like there are people going, you know, women going away for, for a year and then coming back. That's great, man. At least we've evolved to that, that point. Okay. So even though freaking Brandon wants to be a parody of a, of a, of a, of himself, Brandon, what are you looking at right now? Oh, nothing. Sorry. Go on. (laughs) But like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. You know, we do have rumors that Becky Lynch may show up, you know, at money in the bank or perhaps on SmackDown or something this weekend. And you see mm-hmm. Diego's making fun of you, by the way. He sa- he clarifies that he was making fun of you, not in no, no, Yeah, yeah. Diego was making a great point. <sighs> anyway. So Becky Lynch may come back, and I'm excited. I, you know, you don't realize, but Becky Lynch has been gone for more than a year. I think the last time she was on Raw was, uh, like, May? Beginning of May? Mid-May? July wait. now. Yeah. So it's a year. So wait, like so, somebody else... Bring up something else about about Sarah Logan. Does she also go off to have a baby too? No, <laughs> no. Sarah Logan was fired, and uh-huh. then then, uh, and then once she was fired, the baby started they decided, coming. yeah, uh-huh. to have kids. Or yeah. maybe they did decide. I don't know. You know, it could just happen. It was just a happy. Maybe accident. that was part of the part of the thing. No, I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, so. Yes, so Sarah Logan's having... Uh, she might have had the kid already, actually. I didn't pay attention to social media. But anyway, yes, so Bailey's out nine months. It's a knee injury. But I can I can guess, knowing the caliber athlete that Bailey is, I don't think she's out nine months. Mm. Probably closer to six. You know, or even sooner. You know, John Cena, mm-hmm. hey, John Cena come back from a torn pec in three months. You know, so... Actually, I posted this on social media, so let me answer it here. I posted on mm-hmm. social media, who remembers why John Cena did his current hand sign for the first time? And why? Brandon, do you know? Didn't he, like, tear a peck or something? Yeah. I mean, I pretty and much gave the like, answer away, right? I'm okay. Yeah. You know? So when he won the Royal Rumble 2008 after coming back that, three months power. off a torn yeah. peck, which is amazing. What'd you just say? What? Oh. No, I mean, yeah. <sighs> anyway, he literally pointed to his peck and then went that he was okay. 
Yeah. And then he did back the normal, his normal uh, double clutches there. But yeah, the answer is yes. The first time he did that was because he was saying his peck was okay. Nice. And that just became his, you know, hand sign after that. But anyway, Brandon, we got the Thunderdome era finishing. Done. Potential Becky Lynch possibly coming back. Brock Lesnar has a fucking ponytail now. Can we can we talk about that? Where did that went? The, if there was one thing in 2021 that I did not expect, it was freaking Brock Lesnar to have a ponytail. Look at this thing. Fresh cut. Where, where did this come from? Looking like freaking like Alex it, Hammerstone over here. He looks like a Viking man proper. I like it. It's crazy, but it's like a good look for him. It actually works. It's like, I'm excited. I'm like, is this man coming back to WWE? Hey, he could show up this weekend, you know? But I don't, we don't know, and that's a great thing because we don't even know if he's under contract to WWE right now. Right. He might, he might not be. So, hey, he could show up in AEW. You know what I mean? But that's cool that we can speculate. Um, right now, Tony Khan's actually saying, you know, hey, there's, we have a name that's bigger than Andrade coming to AEW, which I guess we did talk about that. Andrade El Idolo is in AEW now too. Mm. Crazy. But they said, uh, yeah, we have a bigger name coming than him. So I don't know if that's literal, like a Braun Strowman, or if that's like a bigger name per se, you know, like a, you know, Goldberg shows up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you never know. Like what the hell is Daniel Bryan up to? Hey, Brian. Is, 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 yeah. is, you know, Brian Danielson, is he, legitimately gone from WWE? Is he taking a break and then coming back, you know, this weekend or possibly at SummerSlam? I like that we kind of live in this time period where because of the pandemic and a lot of closed door stuff, we don't know what's going on. Unless you got Kenise Mobley running her mouth and then we'll, <laughs> you know, she might tell people. So I'm just kidding. But we don't know. We legit don't know. That's right. Let's just all be happy that we're done with the dome. I mean, it was it was cool. They had to do what they had to do, right? You no, know, for the time being, right? Uh, but now now we got people back. So yeah. <laughs> these are exciting times, bro. You don't have to worry about. I wonder what they do with all that stuff. All those monitors and stuff that they use. I I thought they should have had somebody destroy it, but they didn't. I would be cool maybe if they did like you still part of it because it was cool seeing stuff when they would do entrances for like you know like the fiend and stuff and you would have all that extra. They will. I heard, going I heard on. Yeah, so that the presentation is going to be good. There's going to be new sets. Um, I'm I'm just excited, man. I don't even know where to begin describing uh, my excitement for it because I think the reason I wanted the show to come back now too is just because like we're upon we're we're right on the the cusp of a new era in professional wrestling, and it's literally going to be like. So much good things. There's in AEW, in WWE, in Impact Wrestling, in ROH, in New Japan. That it's like now is the time that if you were disgruntled during the pandemic era, now is the time to come back. All right? Because there's nothing but good happening. And I promise you, especially in WWE, we're all worried about the, the state of Raw. And we're worried about, you know, WWE's ratings in general. I think they rectify it this weekend. Maybe that's me being glass half full. But I think they were coasting until they got back to fans. Because they knew yeah, they, they could coast. Like they've been saving, yeah. They're they were saving resources. They were yeah. saving creative power. And they were like, okay, we're going back on the road. Now we can unleash hell. Because now we have to convince people to buy these shows. You know, buy tickets to our shows. Ratings have to come up, etc., etc. I know Vince is probably like, oh, damn it. We got to do good for the fans. The WWE Universe. 
you know? <laughs> um, I'd be kind of cool with the Thunderdome staying as a modern heat show, no crowd kind of thing. Uh, how do I say this? I never fucking want to see the Thunderdome again. <laughs> Simple as that. It's not that I dislike the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome was making chicken, uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit. They did the best they can do. I never want to see the Thunderdome again because that means that we're regressing. That means that we're in a state of like a pandemic again or something. So to me, let the Thunderdome fade with the memories. Let, let it stay where it needs to stay. It's like the ex-girlfriend that taught me a lesson, you know, of like how to love the, again because she didn't deserve it, but now the next one will. You know what I mean? She could stay in the past. We don't need to date again. Yeah. But I'm glad I had that relationship. That's the way I viewed the Thunderdome. I'm glad it happened, but I never want to see it again. Brandon, a relationship is this thing that people have where they love each other. And uh, it's not like promiscuous the way you have. That's why people are having kids, actually. I know you don't understand relationships, but you were talking about kids earlier. That's people why people have, have kids, kids because when they love each other, they want to express is. it in a physical way. And then, you know, produce a life that is know part part both of them you know i know you don't understand hold on speaking of lives hold on i'm telling your mom uh, to to, to tell you what about kids because mother brandon needs to talk yeah i need to talk (laughs) not only do i need to talk i need to go be i need to go be a hero i got that's about that time yeah i I gotta go hero Keith, Keith says, your ex taught you about that Thunderdome. Yes, Keith. Keith, I love you to death, brother. Uh, if you don't remember Keith, he's on a couple episodes here, but I didn't even realize the time, Brandon. I guess we'll have to cut yeah. this one short, but don't worry, guys. We will be back. I don't know, Brandon, when are you back in town from Vegas? We'll discuss off air, but when are you coming yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, so I should be back next week, you know, Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, so we'll probably do this about the same time next week so until then guys we will talk maybe i'll come back on air uh later uh, tomorrow later today something i want to start doing more content so i will talk to you all later good to be back we love you kitty love you everyone remember that so weird